0: August 26th through the 28th, Las Vegas, Nevada. HOTEP Nation Weekend. The world will never be the same. Get your tickets and be a part of the first ever HOTEP Nation Weekend. HOTEP Nation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to spread the philosophy of hard work and self-care, will be hosting a weekend in Vegas with live podcasts, panels, ooh party, and much more. Exclusive and greets with major figures in the Hotep community, including Hotep Jesus, Uncle Hotep, President Doe Dudes, and other special guests. Network and build bridges in the Hotep community. Enjoy Vegas with a cool group of people. All of this can be found at the Hotep Nation Convention. So who is this for? Are you looking to build up your community? This is for you. Are you looking to expand business opportunities? This is for you. Are you looking for an opulent time with nation builders? This is for you. Hotel Nation's first annual convention in Las Vegas this August 26th through the 28th. All information can be found in the description below. You won't want to miss this.
1: What's up people? Hotel Jesus, we back with another sharp conversation. Feels good to be back feels good to be back i hope y'all feeling really well out there i just did an excellent excellent interview with uh carmen i think her last name is studer carmen smith studer carmen studer s-t-u-d-e-r an amazing interview with her make sure you go check that out it's on my uh feed somewhere and it's definitely on um her feed and on her youtube channel subscribe over there amazing interview i was actually surprised she knew things about me that nobody ever mentions and nobody ever notices or picks up on or at least doesn't say it that they picked up on so she picked up on a few things um oh viviana yes i did jason whitlock earlier we talked about the whole Brittany renner situation uh that was an awesome segment i did that earlier today i think that was around 2 p.m over there on um on blaze tv with uh jason whitlock on his segment um uh, so that was a, a a good old grand time. Um I have a great guest for you tonight. Before we get into that, my new book, The Patriot Report: Exposing the Conspiracy, Unmasking the Conspiracy of Money and War is out now. You can get it at hotepjesus.com or type in The Patriot Report on um Amazon. Author name is obviously my name, Brian Sharp. Uh, we cover uh, a variety of topics. This thing is going to peel back the screen, the curtain, on banksterism. Not gangsterism, banksterism. And we're going all the way back. We're starting uh, 16th century, 17th century. I'm telling you, we're, getting we're starting that. Before there's even governments, we're starting at the monarchies. Before we start getting into some of these modern governments we're starting with the monarchies and then we move into some of the governments uh to be specific um u.s government and you know like what if i told you that the u.s government was purchased for 8 million in 1791. oh my god patriot report go find out the truth about your country the difference between patriotism and jingoism is ignorance there's a lot of people that are ignorant to america they love it, and you should love America, but you need to love America for the right reasons, and I don't think a lot of people, especially Patriots, do not love America for the right reason. We have to love America for the right reason. Shout out to Uncle Hotep in the chat, Kent Thoreau, Steph Colonel, Kent Thoreau, appreciate you. Just drop the Patriot report in the chat, the link, all that good stuff. Now, you guys know me. I'm, uh, or at least much more in the past in my younger years. An agent of disruption and uh, I've noticed somebody who uh, is also an agent of disruption and I was quite intrigued I mean even her name is quite disruptive Um, should challenge your point of views should make you think and uh, you know me I like to talk to there's a lot of people I reach out hey Hotep Jesus interview me and I'm like ah I don't find you that interesting <laughs> no offense it's just everybody has their particular interest and you're probably you know that person may be better on a different platform where somebody is interested in the subject matter you talk about me i want to talk to people i'm personally interested i'm a weird person so i like looking at weird people people that are out of the ordinary people that aren't cookie cutter and so clean cut i like disruptive people i like interesting people so today's guest without further ado we're going to introduce you Sky, AKA Sky Daddy. Sky, what's up, y'all?
2: How are you doing? I'm so excited to be here. And that book sounds fire. I'm definitely about to get that.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, shoot me, I just, I'll send you a copy. You're an influencer, so you get influencer perks. You get free oh, well. stuff.
2: <laughs> well, thank you.
1: <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the upper yeah. echelon of society. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like to call it the grifter's paradise.
2: Oh, yes. The grifter's paradise, yes. Uh-huh finally I'm getting some grifter perks
1: finally it's about time right welcome welcome exactly um shout out to C1 up said love from the UK best content on YouTube thank you I appreciate that it's a lot of great content on YouTube so you know I do not take that comment lightly um Sky I want to start with some basics if you don't mind me asking how old are you I'm 30. you're 30 years old okay I'm 40. Oh, looking good. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And you are as well. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Black don't crack. Right. Right. Um, so you're 10 years my junior. I remember what I was like when I was 30 and I was, I don't, I I wouldn't even say I'm as disruptive as you are. Right. Um, I think in your, as you get to my age, you'll be less disruptive, but. That is not to say you should change. You should absolutely do, because what you're doing right now is going to make you the greatest individual ever. People like you become very successful, okay? Thank you. Um, people like you are leaders, they're pioneers. People who think they're not leaders and pioneers. So I'd like to know, what is the origin of this disruption from you? Like, have you always been a rebel or, because the haircut, the tattoos? <laughs>
2: Oh, well, I guess I've always been kind of different. I definitely wasn't always this aggressive, believe it or not. I used to be a very timid, docile person.
1: No way, I'm not believing that.
2: I was the sweetest little girl and, you know, people kept fucking with me and life kind of got that out of me, but I was always kind of different and weird. And um, I don't, and I've always kind of never been a clicky person. Okay. So I kind of always been on the outside of that. Uh Um, The being destructive, I mean, I end up growing up. I'm um, in the military. I was from a military family. Family. Okay. And um, okay. when I got back to the states, because I was in Japan, I got back to the states. I moved to a place called Jacksonville, Duval. Shout out to anyone from Duval. What
1: state is this? Florida. Oh, Florida. Okay. Florida, yeah. All right.
2: And went to Jacksonville in Florida, okay. and I was um, it was a very much a shell shock. You know, it mm. went from being in military school, and then um, I kind of wasn't. My parents kind of weren't in my life. And so I ended up kind of being on my own in the hood and that shit kind of fucking. Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Military school as a teenager?
2: No, I was in the military, like military school. As an adult? Yeah, I was in military DOD schools. Like, so, like, um, where the kids go to school for the people in the military? Really? Yeah, yeah. So we have our own schools overseas.
1: Oh, yeah. so you didn't grow up in a normal like high school type environment. Yeah,
2: exactly. I was, nice. It was very like sheltered was very cultured though. Okay. Um, So I met a lot of different people. I didn't really grow up around, you know, there was Filipino people, there was Japanese people, there was black people, it was a whole bunch. But my mm. regular family is definitely a whole bunch of country, black people, you know what I'm saying? So okay. I definitely had that ex- influence. Okay. But I ended up going um back to the States and in the States, life got rough, I was in the hood. And I just had to adapt, and adapt I fucking did. Mm. And that kind of started the more of the um, rebellious stage. Mm. Um, then I ended up in the military, and in the military I had um, I ended up getting sick from a uh, one of the mandatory jabs in the military, mm. and I wasn't able to find help through Western medicine, and that kind of started my journey of um, disrupting the mainstream narrative.
1: Mm, what did you find that was going to help you with this um, ailment?
2: Um, holistic healing and detoxing,
1: okay. um, changing
2: my diet. I tried veganism. No mm. offense to anyone who does veganism. It wasn't right for me. I did it for two and a half years. It, it didn't it wasn't a good fit. Um, but now I, I eat um, whole foods, okay. um, farm okay. foods. I go straight to a farmer. I don't really eat from grocery stores. Um, they, the way they raise their... Cattle and their livestock is like they did in the old days. Right. You know, they don't really do all this factory farming and do all the chemicals and that type of situation. Raw right. milk. So that kind of what in detox. Milk. Yep. Raw milk. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. And eating Oregon meats and eating like you did back in, in the day, eating all the animal and eating clean animals. Yeah. So yeah. that really helped my life a lot in detox protocols and you know not mm. doing drugs and shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Doing
2: a whole bunch of cocaine actually helped as well. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> doing a little bit of uh nose candy. Okay.
2: Nose candy. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, all right. Let me think about this. So you did some holistic healing or, or <laughs> holistic learnings. Who did you learn from? Who, what are some sources that you. Well,
2: one of my best, my most dear teacher was Andy Cutler.
1: Andy Cutler. Um, okay.
2: Yes. He, he was was a scientist, he passed away under mysterious circumstances around 2018. And I was able to work with him um, digitally, but one-on-one, because he had a group where he was helping people who have been injured by jabs and whatnot. And um, yeah, I was lucky enough to meet him before his untimely passing. And he just taught me so many things and Mm. it changed my perspective. And it kind of put big pharma in the forefront. And then once I went down that rabbit hole, you know, and then I moved to LA as well Mm -hmm. during this time. Mm -hmm. In LA, I noticed some clicks and um, how political everything was, even in the social realm and celebrity. And I just started getting suspicious of certain things. And um, that's when I kind of just denied and rejected everything I knew about reality. This is 2018,
1: 2019,
2: Yep, 2018, 2019. Yeah.
1: Okay. So what did you think of Trump initially? Like, cause that's 2016.
2: Well, when I thought of Trump, I never really thought the government was the good guys. You know, I was kind of complacent. I just, you know, I was, I was homeless teenager. I didn't, I was just trying to fucking eat. So I really oh, didn't have you. time. Yeah, I didn't have time to philosophize. So when I was in the, bus, so I got in the military, but I got in the military to get away from it all. I didn't really, again, think that the US government was the good guys. Um, when I saw Trump, I don't know. I think it was a joke at first. I thought it was really fun to troll because I had a Facebook, right? Okay. So I would troll people who were biased to the left and troll people who were biased to the right. So i would just say completely contradicting things just to piss people off and it was really fun because they trump made these people lose their minds like i love that like and now it's kind of annoying the trump derangement syndrome that these people have like yeah. it's insane but back then it was really fun um i think maybe for a split second when i saw the hillary back and forth i'm like hmm, is there some truth to this or whatever mm. and of course everybody kind of wants um someone to come in and not be full of bullshit. So there's always that subconscious, you know, yearning for that. But um I don't know. I just thought it was a joke at first. I really didn't think anything serious of it. I thought he was funny as fuck and I still think he's funny today.
0: Mm, mm. <laughs> did you have
1: political leanings prior to or ever in life or how did that, how was that? Or I had to have any political what? Any political leanings. Or, or was it just like I was just so worried about my life that I had no time to think about that. Yeah
2: no, I know. I yeah. Uh, I mean I I had, I was surviving day to day, like from 15 on. So I really did yeah,
1: I can relate to that.
2: Yeah. I, I was
1: the same way.
2: Yeah. I thought Obama was bullshit. Like, okay, Obama came in. Then, well, yes, we can change. My black ass was still fucking broke in the hood. Nothing fucking changed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I took notice of that. I was like, okay, sure, sure, Barack, all right. But yeah, I was just trying to survive up until around that Trump-Hillary campaign and that's when I was really like paying attention like very much so.
1: Yeah, I didn't know a thing about politics until mm-hmm. Trump. <laughs>
2: you know, what I heard a lot of people say that and I think I'm really thankful for Trump for that at least cuz a lot at least it got attention to what was going on, you know.
1: Um were you aware of Black Lives Matter back then?
2: I was, I heard of a little bit of it, but I didn't I didn't hear much of it until the ramping up.
1: In the Trump era,
2: yep, yep. Mm -hmm. In the Trump era,
1: but Um, then I look
2: back at it, and it started back with Obama. That's when they started funding it,
1: right? (laughs) How did How did you feel about how do you feel about Black Lives Matter right now?
2: Currently, Mm -hmm. I think they're fucking. It's a joke. the The organization is. The the concept of Black Lives Matter, sure, of course, but the actual organization is just a a, a corporate shill. That's all it is. It's just trying to get money, it's trying to race bait and create division, the same thing that they always love to do. Mm -hmm. And that's, and they do a good job at it.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, I called them fuckers out many moons ago. Before I, you know, like I said, before I even formed a political opinion, I was like, yo, Black Lives Matter shit is not it. do you follow any well let me ask you this you're 100 black both your parents are black
2: yes even though as soon as i say something about unity okay. they love to be like you mixed by racial i'm like i'm mixed with southern negro and country negro so
1: mm. okay so you're not mixed okay so we can't pull that card on you 100 <laughs> percent black do you have any like black meanings like you know you got old you got your uh Garvey-ites, you got your hebrew israelites you follow martin luther king do you ever have any like rosa price did you ever have any connection to any black leadership or scholarship
2: um, i mean like i really like malcolm x just because he was about getting shit done he wasn't about no culture war like he had his cultural beliefs for, and strong cultural beliefs but he wasn't gonna let that get in the way of what he was trying to do so i really fuck with michael max i like fred hampton you know again rainbow coalition um but um martin luther king i mean other than what they told me you know and it, it, not that i have any disrespect for the man but you know yeah he i think he said himself he believed that he integrated his people into a burning house and i'm like yeah martin i think it did my nigga but you know all respect to
0: him yeah he fucked up he fucked up
2: yeah
1: Yeah. we all make mistakes but he fucked up (laughs) um he was looking at malcolm uh, malcolm we wouldn't have that problem but hey that's neither here nor there um so before we talk about the left let's talk about the right now for me i call them red whites and blue whites um because the terms liberal and conservative mean nothing these days conservative is hardly conservative and A liberal is hardly liberal. (laughs) Um, What are your criticisms of the right? What do you see that maybe annoys you? Or what are some triggers, you know, that you think you use to trigger them? Because I know you like to troll them as well.
2: Yes, yes, I do. Um, One is the, obviously, the police. Um, I just think that they just won't criticize them for what they do wrong. I mean, like, even if you are going to be like, okay, hey, we need police, la, da, 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 All right, then criticize them. They'll just be like, oh, everything fucking police do are great. And they're just fucking fighting a culture war. They treat them like a culture war. So they won't admit any fucking faults in our police system and the justice system because they're so worried about being a good right winger. and it's fucking annoying. And it's pathetic. It's not. Like, you shouldn't want these people who work for the ruling class to have so much power over the working class like if you care about the working class because you're american right you're a patriot being a patriot to me and this is why i would never use the word patriot because being a patriot to me means you love the working class i love the working mm-hmm. class you know what i'm saying i don't care if you're black i don't care if you're white i love the working class so i don't want the working class being oppressed by the ruling class guard dogs so i don't like that shit. Oh. um i don't like the the fact that they blame the left for the culture war, and don't get me wrong, the left is way a bigger, more of a pusher of the culture war, but they're in it too. Like mm. they're wrapped up in the symbolism, they're wrapped up in the the fucking um, flag and you know, the the anthem. It's like, who gives a fuck? Mm. That's just all US government propaganda to control you. Like, Uh-oh.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> who
2: cares? like fuck that flag. Like if you care about liberty, if you care about the working class and you don't care about racial division, then I shouldn't have to care about your fucking flag. Like you need to get the fuck over it. I shouldn't need to care about your anthem. Like I'm committed to the working class, not to government symbolism. Uh, and so I, I don't understand why that's such a problem. Like be proud of your people, be proud of your community, but you don't need everyone doesn't need to fucking you know have a little mascot and all that shit. I don't like that shit. Um, yeah. So it and I guess it would also be that they're not I wouldn't say I think they're getting better on Uh anti-imperialism and um and being Uh anti-war but historically the right has been you know we all know weapons of mass destruction they let nationalism run them you know Mm. and to me nationalism and loving your country doesn't mean like letting fucking rich people bomb foreigners and people overseas and it doesn't even benefit us. Mm. So it's being controlled by nationalism. Mm. Again, love your working class people, love the people. That's good. Love liberty, love freedom, you know, love certain values. But You don't have to sit there and love a symbol or the American government and mm. what they do.
1: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the <laughs> United States of America. That <laughs> statement alone has always bothered me. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Not like to, to my a- fellow American.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> That's the symbolism you're talking about.
2: Exactly.
1: And they and and so you're saying that the symbolism is used you're, you're 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 purporting that the symbolism is used by the government to sort of keep people in line and in control. Is that what you're trying to say?
2: Yes, yes, the government and the media makes everything that's why they have red white and blue everything and fucking because they want this to be it's a it's a it's a cult man it's a it's it's very fucking culty and again i know we all like to gather around things of together but they should be protecting working class rights and not fucking American government symbolism. Because they can just like, well, it's unpatriotic. Do you love your red, white, and blue? Well, if so, let's bomb these countries and shit. Let's give money away to other foreign countries and all this fucking bullshit. And they can uh-huh. fucking rationalize everything with this fucking symbolism.
1: Kent <laughs> the Road 299 Super J. He says, Sky's take on the flag is very problematic. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Hotep in the chat while he says stand up for that flag boy how do you <laughs> how do you feel about um or what do you think about um when some of these uh uh athletes like the olympics don't want to stand for the thing do you disagree do you agree are you agnostic you don't care What what goes through your mind when you see some of this and then the reaction to it
2: i think I guess, well, overall I'm complacent about it, but I mean, it's weird because uh-huh. again, I do understand having pride in the working class and the American people and, and wanting, you know, what's best for them and wanting to represent them. But I also see why people don't feel that way about their government. Mm-hmm. So it, it's weird, but I guess if you would go through the trouble to, um, you know go out for the fucking national team and do all that shit i mean you're in the olympics the olympics to represent your country you know as a, to be the best athlete for your country so i i don't know like again i don't care that she did it if i was an athlete and i was in that position i don't know what i would really do but i and people's reaction to it ah. Uh, I just believe it is overblown, but I'm also not a fan. I'm I'm really neutral. I don't like either parties. I'm like, bitch, why do you do this if you were gonna act like this? Yeah. I'm also like, why are you reacting to this? It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> so,
1: right. So I'm yeah. kind of
2: on both thoughts, to be honest.
1: I like how you think. What's your zodiac sign? Your stun, son sign?
2: My son. It's like it seems I'm an Aries.
1: Aries. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh I like that take. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting because you're right. You, you trained your whole life to go represent that flag. You get right there, not like you don't want to represent the flag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I It's
2: like maybe I would protest by not representing the country if that's how you feel. But right again, I understand because people feel that you know there's not equality under the flag. And uh, like I said, I get both trains of thought, but i don't know it's weird you're wearing the uniform you did all that you're in a fucking uniform and you're wearing the red white and blue so it's just funny to me it's ironic if
1: anything uncle Uncle hotep says blue lives matter is dead do you see that same thing i see a i see it dying a little bit like i did a poll i remember doing a poll uh, maybe a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. and it said fuck the police true or false Mm-hmm. And it was 90% False, right? They were against that, I got Attacked, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. it's just a poll I'll see y'all next year mm-hmm. The next year I forget what happened Uh, And it went Down a little bit, it was like 70% I said, uh-oh, they're coming around mm-hmm. Then January 6th hit, and it was Like 68% Fuck the police, I said, mm-hmm. oh Wow, <laughs> y'all finally made it. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the sixth? Do you agree with, uh, them taking it to the to the to the capital? Do you see it as an insurrection? Uh, what do you? How do you view the sixth?
2: of the jan six yeah the you mean the worst tragedy that ever happened to this country <laughs> i'm fucking traumatized i don't think how am i supposed to feel all right I, those poor politician aoc was scared like fuck, man I, I have nightmares about it i i really need therapy um those damn white supremacists should pay um so the jan six the day it happened, uh-huh. I was just having this surreal moment looking at my phone, like, cause you they're showing the fucking DSLR quality pictures. Cause I'm a I f I know a good fucking camera if I see one. Yeah. So you have D I know fucking framing. I know what it looks like when someone's posing. I know what's like when someone's getting angled. None of that shit was candid, guys. Okay. Uh, <laughs> None of candid. So I'm just seeing this shit. And I'm just like. Is, are we in the twilight zone? She just got wackier from there. um Jam Six was a joke. It was a whole bunch of dumb people who got roped in to some fucking CIA talking points,
0: right?
2: <laughs> and those motherfuckers got fucked over. And then, how many fucking police died from the Capitol who suicided themselves?
1: Oh yeah.
2: Like isn't like three. I don't really get three at this point.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think maybe two in a day in the same day.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna just say that whole thing is off, and then the whole over response by the media and politicians and Biden painting it as the worst thing that fucking happened in our country. Yeah, like it's literally insane. But the most insane thing about
1: it. All right, there we go. Um. I was under the impression that uh, America was founded on, if the government acting up, you got to bring it to their front door. Yeah, and it didn't seem like the media was behind that message. They labeled these people as insurrectionists. Uh, why? 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 Why didn't the media take the people's side?
2: because they play their part (laughs) the media is owned by billionaires so they're going to favor billionaires if the you know if the media is ran by the ruling class it's going to favor the ruling class Mm -hmm. so why would you know the, the media promote rebelling against the government you know unless it was time for that Mm. When 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 the government wants you to rebel, you'll know because it will be in movies. It will be in the media. It will be in the fucking New York Times article saying, "Is it time for the people to rebel against their government?" <laughs> <laughs> in you know, opinion, you know, you'll see that shit. I mean, so <laughs> it's, it's that time for insurrectionists and all this shit to be, you know, it's in the script.
1: Uh, be- that's an interesting point. There mm. will be time for rebellion. Oh, yeah. When the media says it is. Yep. Mm.
2: And that's when they're ready for you.
1: Mm. It, it kind of reminds me of when they got behind the Black Lives Matter and, you know, the Antifa uh situation. Um, uh, you know, they said Antifa was just an idea. Have mm-hmm. you seen some of the tapes of Antifa whooping people ass?
2: Um, yeah, I've seen definitely of people, yeah, of whooping ass and them being called Antifa.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um i seen one tape they called a cop the (laughs) n-word it's like wait the black lives matter
2: (laughs) oh man black lives matter and when you're aligning with liberal fucking agenda and only them and do i know that fucking well
1: why do you know it well
2: oh my gosh anytime i go against their little liberal fucking narrative here they fucking come out The horrible person you white wing conspiracy theorists white supremacist fucking transphobic chauvinist all that shit
1: how many followers do you have right now let me see let me see what 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 tier i know you up there um you you damn 25k I, I tell us at least, at
2: least 50 to 60% are hate followers, at least.
1: You started your account here in mm-hmm. January of 2020. Yeah. And you're at 25K already. Yep. Oh, man, you're good at this. <laughs> Thank <you. laughs> What's, what's your goal? What's your aim? What's your, what's the mission? What, why, why do this?
2: well that's a good question my mm-hmm. main goal mm-hmm. is to um eventually monetize build fucking get some money whatever build some communes off-grid and Go for my following in my community for people who are, you know, have skills, hunters, people who know how to work with farm animals, people who can build things of that nature, and make communes for the people who don't want to assimilate for, to the um new normal. We'll call it, we'll call it the new normal. Mm, mm. We'll call
1: it the NWO. <laughs> we'll call it
2: the new normal.
1: Uh you're talking about being sovereign, being completely independent.
2: Yes, off-grid, being fucking completely detached in from government dependence
1: or oh, society. Oh, oh, That's interesting. You wouldn't mind going off grid, huh?
2: No, no. I go and do work at farms when I can because I'm really busy. But um, when I can, I go to little farms and I'll go and I'll watch their operation and I'll work on their farm mm-hmm. and I'm trying to learn how to hunt now because I haven't been in forever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I would be government's little bitch.
1: No, yeah okay that's pretty dope now you said you don't like liberals you don't like the left is that accurate
2: i there are people on the left liberals is pretty much no i mean of course there are going to be people who i like who call themselves liberals and there are you know but for the most part yeah no it's very mutual with me and liberals we don't fuck with each other Um, most of the people on the left as well there are the anti-establishment left they're a minority but they're there i swear to god they're there and so them, I love. I, I fuck with them so much. Tell me do, about
1: them, this anti-establishment left.
2: Um, pretty much the rest of the left hates them and calls them right-wing conspiracy theorists because apparently, um, not going with, you know, medical tyranny and the technocratic state makes you a right winger. Independent thinking apparently is right-wing talking point.
1: Right. Yeah, using your brain is definitely um, not encouraged.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: Um what makes them left?
2: um, I think that they if you had to tell me what makes them left is probably their economics takes
1: okay. they're communists and socialists
2: I wouldn't say they're all communists, um mm-hmm. even though there are some cool communists that I fuck with, but most of them fucking hate me they really the communists really fucking hate me, yeah,
1: <laughs> really okay
2: but um they would they're definitely critical of of capitalism so there uh, i would uh, say most of them are socialist um in economic theory at least yeah,
1: yeah. i'm a communist
2: mm-hmm.
1: i like communism when i run it okay.
2: <laughs> i'm like mm. Boy,
1: when i run it you know um we have to add that nuance mm-hmm. <laughs> when i'm in charge Communism is a great thing. When I'm not in charge, communism's trash. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think communism works best on a small scale. That's why I think anarcho-com was okay. I think it's fine because it allows for other economic theories around it and for people who want to be communists to have their own little right. situations. And I'm so good with that. I really, really like that. But um, communists, just a whole centralized society with these idiots, fuck no. Right fuck no.
1: Yeah, you can't have, communism doesn't work with large populations of people because with large populations of people come different interests.
2: Exactly, diversity,
1: yeah. and I think
2: that that's is normal in human nature anyway, that's right. such I, I don't know why it's so um, controversial to just be like, some people shouldn't be around each other, like, you're never going to have, like, people who are, like, nationalists and, like, like zealot christians who are going to fucking see eye to eye with people who you know have a pronoun and you know rotating genders and shit like that's never going to fucking happen they're not going to get along so we just need to get we need to like set up a society that it's okay with that like you do your thing and i'll do
1: mine yeah 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 yeah. i'm really enjoying this conversation i just wanted to come back and check the chat make sure i didn't miss anything um like i said i enjoy uh, interesting people so i just you know i'm just here picking your brain and trying to figure out you know who you are, and um, okay, so we said what makes them left is their economic stance. I get that. Yes. What else is the problem with the left?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess what they think makes them left is their economic stance. I think labels are just fucking over, it's not really that important to me, in my opinion. But, um, okay, the problem with the left one big thing, oh, and I know this is going to be when people get start getting upset. Um the shit that, how do I say this?
1: Uh uh-huh.
2: There's a sexualizing kids problem. And it's under the guise of inclusivity, and educating kids on LGBTQ matter. And I'm all for, you know, diversity, you know, I'm all for you know, not having a society that only caters to heterosexuals and heteronormative people. I'm totally down with that. I'm not okay with introducing sexual themes to kids at a young age. So there is, so the pride discussion, this was just a huge thing. People got so pissed off about my opinion on how if kink is gonna be involved outwardly at pride, it should be an adults only event and that we should have a kids-friendly event that is normalized and separate at every fucking pride. Or, if there's only gonna be one of it, it needs to be kid-friendly, all right? I want an adult event. I want a fucking crazy event. I Look, I'm pro-kink, let's do all that shit. I wanna suck on some titties at Pride too, but I don't fucking <laughs> want kids. <laughs> I don't want kids anywhere around when I got that titty in my mouth. And I don't think that's a fucking problem. I don't know why anyone would demonize me for that, but I just don't understand. And it was just such a huge problem. Like, oh, you're trying to keep kids from learning about, um, you know, diversity and you're a homophobe, you Bible thumper. I'm like, I'm a lesbian wearing a pentagram, nigga. Like, how the fuck? what are you talking about? But, and it, to me, it's so crazy what people will get away with under the guise of educating kids about diversity and LGBT matters. Like, no, this is not the way we go about it, you know? <laughs>
1: uh, oh my God. Um, you're a lesbian.
2: I am. you know, even then I don't like labels, mm-hmm. but that's, It's been six years since I dated a guy. So, but even then, I don't
1: to so, so, so what is that? What does that mean? You're, you're attracted to women?
2: Yes. I'm attracted to women for sure. Are you still
1: attracted to men?
2: (sighs) That is such a complicated thing. Okay. So for me, I would say I can find men attractive for sure. Um, this is kind of new though, where I'm like, you know what? All these dudes aren't fucking cucks. You know, all okay. these aren't fucking stupid ass losers who are praising politicians, are fucking waiting for the government to save them. So it does happen, it's usually short lived and I don't see where it could be held for that long. Oh. But I would say I have the ability to be attracted to men. Okay. But again, this is a new for me, so.
1: Okay, so why women? How how does that happen where you're just like, is its is it, you're so turned off from men that you're like, I gotta try women now?
2: No, well, no. I would say that my experience with men made me probably less likely to be bisexual or to express that part of myself, but I was always gonna like women. That's just, Mm. I don't fucking know. I'm look, I'm a hostage here. Like guys, sometimes I'm like, man, why you gotta be gay? I'm like, nigga, I don't know. (laughs) talk to the guy, tell him to take this homosexuality demon away from me. I don't like it either, these bitches are crazy. Why would anyone choose this? Like why, I'm just being honest. (laughs) This is definitely the hardest route. I didn't make it easier on myself. I'm a very logical person. If I could just choose, I would definitely choose to be fucking straight and just date guy. But I love me some damn women. I love those crazy bitches, I do. (laughs) The logical as hell
1: interesting interesting
2: logical as hell but yeah I just like women Uh, I was cursed
1: I was just cursed did you was this at an early age or um when did you know
2: looking back there was definitely some um hints that I overlooked Mm. um when did I know god damn I don't know because my first time with a girl was very just like I got drunk and I end up eating pussy and I was like oh (laughs) this is great I'm definitely gay. So it wasn't like-
1: Who ran game on who? Was she run game on you or you run game on her or or was it just symbiotic?
2: Honestly, I would say anywhere from like 17 to about 26 is a whole blur because of alcohol and (laughs) drugs. So I couldn't tell you how that happened. (laughs) I have like little memories of just (laughs) savagery. Yeah. Other than that, like I couldn't even fucking tell you, but I knew like, I definitely gave like men a chance. Like I dated different types of men, like- Tell me
1: about the types of men you dated.
2: So the last few guys I dated were cops. So there was that. Cops. Yeah.
1: Okay. What's that like?
2: Um, it was just us arguing all the time about their job and their hypocrisy. Um, The last one was a black cop. I'm just like, how the fuck? I'm like, how the fuck are you doing it though? But um, the other ones before that were white cops. And they weren't bad. Like I would honestly say, out of everyone I dated, the last couple guys were de- <clears throat> way better than the women I dated. Like I said, I'm a hospice <laughs> here. Way better than the women I dated. Yeah. But um, yeah, they were cool. They were just, we had nothing in common, socioeconomic uh, topic wise. And
1: yeah.
2: yeah, I hated their job. I thought they were hypocrites because they would do cocaine. And then go arrest people for fucking doing cocaine. I'm like, what the fuck? We just <laughs> did cocaine. We just did that shit, John. What the fuck? You know? That's not his real name. I'm not snitching out right, here. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how do you do that shit? And I just, yeah.
1: Wow, you do blow with a cop. Did he go arrest people for doing a blow? I
2: know, right? And he was like, hey, I let people go all the time. I'm like, yeah, shut the fuck up. line <laughs> my ass
1: up. So you felt like they were, did all the cops do coke or were they just. Yes,
2: no. They all, no, actually the last one didn't. The black one was really, really, really straight edge. Okay. Like, if there was anyone who I believed he did it because he thought he was going to be a good person, it was him. He was a very nice, nice guy. Okay. I hope you're well out there. All cops are bastard, but you were the best one.
1: Okay. <laughs> so why did y'all, was it just breaking up because like just constant arguments or?
2: Um, I was fucking with women at this time. So anytime... I would start fucking back with this one chick. I would just stop fucking with them, you Uh, know, and again, if you looked at the bitches I was fucking with and the guys, you would know that this wasn't a choice. There was nothing logical about (laughs) this. All right, just just all bad decisions, but what can you do?
1: Uh, So you was cheating on them with girls?
2: No, I don't cheat. I was poly I don't believe in that. If I ever commit to somebody, I can't imagine committing to somebody and then cheating on them, that's okay. just shit. If there's anything, I'm loyal, I'm a very honest person. So I always told them, I like women Yeah. and the chances, and that's why I wouldn't date a guy now, because even if a guy came along that I liked, yeah. if a girl comes along that I like, yeah, I'm just told to be like, oh, here's someone I like with a fat ass, no, like, come on. Like, what, he what shouldn't want that for me. He should want me to have bitches anyway. If you truly love me, yeah. you want me be bitched up. You know what I'm saying? That is my opinion.
1: So, what what did you say to them? Did you say to them, look, we're in a relationship and I may mess around with girls from time to time? Or?
2: It wasn't a relationship, it was situationship. Okay. I'm saying we're messing with you, I'm messing with me. We're, you know what I'm saying? But th- my main interest is women. All right. And I have an ongoing situation and that's going to take precedence.
1: okay, okay. So these aren't relationships, these are situationships yeah oh that makes sense uh oh, so hmm. do you plan on having kids
2: um i don't know life is fucking crazy i'm not having the kids i'm not birthing kids no you're
1: not going to birth any kids okay no i'm not going to birth
2: any kids even though let me tell you the biological clock anyone who says like female biology doesn't play like a big role in like our being is crazy because I never even consider having kids never had the urge of having kids or being around kids or anything of that nature I'm mean, gonna like kids so I want to be around kids but not to the degree that I do now when I hit about 28 29 oh my god my instincts are like that's why I think maybe now I'm like that's kind of looked okay you know what maybe this guy's kind of attractive and it's always in like would he be a good mate type of way? Like I can definitely say the things I like in men is so much more responsible and instinctive to biology than what I like in women. Cause it's like, okay, is he a protector? Is he stoic? Is he level-headed? Can he do this? Can he do that? And with women, it's just like chaotic bitches, yo.
1: Mm. (laughs) But- um, So are you the masculine energy in your female relationships? I,
2: I am for sure. I'm definitely the top.
1: Are you using the... Uh, strap? Yeah.
2: you damn right.
1: <laughs> now, it is my understanding that you both get pleasure from this device. Yes. Because there's something on your end and there's something on her end.
2: Yes. There's a strap and then there's the friction because you know it's up against the clitoris. Right. Yeah.
1: Because I never understood that until my other lesbian friend, she she told, she hit me. Because I'm like, yo, you ain't feeling that. She's like, oh, yes, you is. I said, oh. <laughs> so, y'all yeah, oh. both getting y'all um, orgasms off. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow, that's very interesting. And you enjoy that. Oh, yeah. What kind of women do you like?
2: Um, I like, well, I like, I have different different types of women. Um, I really like more feminine women. I like women who are more feminine than me. Um, I like film presenting men, women. I like nurturing women, more domestic women, mm. good cook. Um, I like extroverts usually, though I do fuck with introverts as well, but I use like very expressive women. Mm. Um, I love ass. Like it's not like a huge, it's not mandatory. You know what I'm saying? It's not mandatory. I'm not that shallow. <laughs> but aesthetically, you know, like you have people who are body people and people who are face people. Yeah. I'm definitely a body person. Like,
1: uh, sure. So she got a fat ass. You like, hey.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: Okay. Uh, so feminine and traditional, I guess you can say.
2: I know, which is fucking kind of weird. I understand. But yeah, kind of like more traditional women.
1: Uh how do you find them? Is this online or out? Do you go to clubs or how do you pick oh, these well, women up?
2: Now I'm way more it's it's a lot harder because of you know the divide and politics and the vax and I don't know what those spike proteins do. But um okay. before it was just it was easy. I would go I didn't have fucking standards back then when I was picking up women before and I was a, i was just a hoe. I let me just be real. <laughs>
1: Yo, like I got a question for Scott. Go ahead, super chat. Continue. My bad. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was just a hoe. It was, with men. I was like respectable, and yet the way I can count on one hand the men I had sexual experience with. This is some bullshit. Yeah, I know. Fuck that. <laughs> you know it's different. She
1: I hate. Wanna... To- she didn't want to give us the, the with the girls, she's like, hey, come on now.
2: Yeah, hell nah, <laughs> no, no. But with women, I was a straight fucking hoe. And I would just go to fucking clubs. I would have cocaine and shit. I'm like, you know. Yeah. Want to do some blow? Yeah, let's go do some blow. There you go.
1: <laughs> and then the one thing leads to another.
2: Yep. And then eventually you have a little circle of fuck buddies and then it's really easy.
1: And then but then what happened was I guess the political stuff happened and now people are like, Well, what's your political ideology before I sleep with you? Is that what's happening? Hell no,
2: man. I okay. pick up liberal bitches with my mask off every day. All right. They don't <laughs> spread them cheeks. All right. They do <laughs> fucking give a fuck. These bitches <laughs> <laughs> They do not fucking keep to their fucking values off fucking line. I swear. That's why I don't pay these bitches any attention. They're like, I hate you, Sky. You're so selfish. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Cause in real life you'd be saying something totally fucking different Ain't got no fucking values. But, um, for me, it's just that now that I'm more concerned with a mate and not just being a hoe and entertaining myself, it's just harder to find.
1: Oh, you're more selective.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. I'm
1: definitely picking now. Okay. Ah, I see. I see. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Wow. Interesting. You know, because I live a heterosexual lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, people like to say, oh, you're a homophobe." No, I'm not. But I'm, I, I love to learn, you know? So that's mm-hmm. why I'm asking these questions. I'm, I'm learning about, you know, what goes through a person's mind, why they... Do. Okay. So what race do you like? Because me, I'll be honest with you, I've been brainwashed to like light-skinned girls. Mm-hmm. It's just what I've been brainwashed to. Now, have mm-hmm. I dated some brownies? Yes, I've dated some beautiful brownies. And, and I'm not saying I'm opposed to dating a brownie. Mm-hmm. It just so happens I've been brainwashed to like light-skinned girls. Mm-hmm. Do you have an affinity to any particular race?
2: Um, I would say this has went in cycles. Um, I really didn't care at first. I think I was fucking with mostly white women because I lived in a conservative area, as I do now. So when I went to the club there was just white bitches around. Growing up, I mean, that's just what it was. Right, you You date
1: what you got around, yeah.
2: Exactly. Um, Growing up, I was attracted to a lot of darker skinned women and um, darker skinned men as well, Um, but... I felt very much rejected by the darker skinned women at that time because I was, I liked anime and I was very different. Mm. Um, I don't have a fucking problem now. Now it's more political because I'd have dated very militant women, but we just go about ways and different things. But um, I kind of went with every type of fucking women. Um, and as well, men. I've dated dark-skinned men. I haven't dated light-skinned men. That's the only thing I again, no no offense. And I honestly don't date light-skinned women that much. I like Color contrast, but I would because there's some fine ass light skinned women who follow me. Hey, I love y'all. <laughs> but in, in my past, um, I dated mostly color contrast. So either I dated out of race or I dated people who were darker than me.
1: Uh, uh so. what's the difference between the two mm-hmm. dating wise and in bed? How is a white woman different than maybe uh, a melanated person um inside and outside the bedroom? <laughs> we get right to it <laughs> um
2: with the dark skinned women the dark skinned women i dated black women i dated they were more power bottom, they were more enthusiastic um the white women they were freaky but they were really submissive you know what i'm saying they're very very submissive
1: when you say power bottom what does this mean
2: um they're more they'll take control you know what i'm saying they're gonna ride this trap they're gonna fucking put a lot of energy you know what i'm saying okay they, throw
1: they throwing it back
2: yeah they have more enthusiasm they have a lot more um uh i want to say aggressiveness i feel like fucking dark skinned women always call fucking aggressiveness because right. it was still submissive still bottom still yeah. feminine but they just have more like intensity um and i okay. thought the white women wasn't intense they were just way more submissive and i enjoyed both
1: right mm-hmm. okay interesting so the white women were more submissive and the other and the black women they more take control and throw mm-hmm. it back um mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Now, I do say
2: take control, but they would definitely battle for control because, you know, I'm going
1: to There's only one daddy in the room. That's Scott. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: Um, outside the bedroom, how did they differ? And not even politically, just mm-hmm. maybe interaction wise. Would mm-hmm. the white women still some more submissive, less argumentative? Or I'm definitely trying to lead you to get canceled. Yes, yeah, you sure
2: you are. <laughs> one second. One second. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: um hold on a second she's gonna she's gonna step away um somebody say yeah hotep is really interested no i'm i'm you know some people say to me they say oh you're great at this interviewing thing and you know what in order to be great at it you actually have to be interested uh in the subject matter interested in in the person that you speak that's why i only bring on people i'm interested in otherwise i'll give you a crappy interview i'll ask you like you know generic questions but i really want to just dive in and and understand who sky is and not only that but also the benefit is for sky right like when people ask sky who are you you know i want her to be able to say yo go check out my interview with hotep jesus i didn't get y'all everything on there you should know everything about you know who i am my sexuality da 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 um, Curtis Schoon, Curtis Schoon is, is one of the people he said yo when I went on hotel Jesus channel people are still saying you know at the time I don't know about now but at the time he told me I was the best interview he ever had you know so I pride myself in, in, in uh in in really um pulling out the best in people really pulling out um something that uh would not be otherwise pulled out and also because when I'm interviewed You know when i'm interviewed i um you know when i'm interviewed i I like people to really like dive into who i am and so many times i'm just disappointed like yo you didn't really get into who i am i'm sorry sky welcome back
2: no Uh, i definitely i want to take that challenge i would love to interview you because you really are a great interviewer and you really inspired me i'm like you know what i'm going to like take this to a different level because i want to be able to like pick things and and dive in like this as well. Like it's, it's true, like you are a great interviewer.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, anytime you want me, I will definitely be there. Okay, so.
2: Back to who, how they differ outside. Yeah. Um, I would say that I had some really bad experience with white women, let me be honest. I oh, um, okay. actually stopped dating um, white women for years. <laughs> Because of like 2015, 2016. I was like, all right, I'm not dating white bitches anymore. Really? Horrible experiences. Okay. Um, so but they were good at first. Um, I would say with again, I dated a lot of women that I had a very a lot of difference. I had no I shouldn't have been dating pretty much, or having situationships or whatever. Why? Um, Why? we were very different. Okay. With the black women I was um dating, I was dating dark skinned women. I was say something I did experience was um, the fact of how people treated us. Um, They would always kind of, they would always talk to me. I guess I would come off more personable to them because I'm light skinned. Hmm. And I was always a more aggressive one. Back then I was really rude. Like if you met, I know I'm a bitch online, but anyone who meets me in real life, I'm. I get along with everybody, every color, liberals, conservative, like I'm very nice and pleasant um, in person. But back then I was not um, <laughs> at all. Without the military, I was not ready for civilian life. I, everyone was super sensitive. We were, everyone's kind of a dick in the military and we kind of dropped the pleasantries. Mm. And then before then I was in the fucking hood, So I really had no fucking manners. I'm just being honest. But right. everyone would talk to me as if I was a more pleasant one um so i did notice that and there was kind of like animosity because of our difference in how we saw black liberation um because i dated a lot of uh, militant black women um because i didn't like liberals so i didn't want to date black liberals because uh, yeah i can get we can't even talk about politics so i'm gonna get disrespectful real quick um hmm. so i would date militant women who was you know done with that shit but they were kind of, you know, I'm I'm more of a unity person Mm -hmm. and they're more isolationists.
1: Like black people, black people, black people. Yeah, exactly. Fuck them them white folks.
2: Yeah, exactly. Fuck them white folks. Black
1: nationalists, yeah.
2: Yeah. And I'm someone who is, I'm definitely for black liberation, but I don't think black liberation, I think there again, black liberation does not need uh, need to be integrated. I'm so on that. We don't need to integrate with anyone for black liberation but I also don't feel like, um, you know, I'm not a segregationist when it comes to race. I might be a segregationist when it comes to beliefs, but not when it comes to race. And I have plenty of right white right-winger friends and I listen to fucking rock and I'm just a very mixed culture person. Mm-hmm. So we would get along when it was just, you know, me, her, and around her people, but like, bitch, half my friends are fucking white. So, I mean, like, I don't, I don't really know what she want me to do. So we kind of would disagree on politics and things of that nature. And with the white women, shit, man, we would like have certain things in common when it comes to like, they were country. So I wanted to live on a farm Mm. and a lot of these people came from farms. So we we agreed there, you know what I'm saying? A lot of them, you know, we listen to the same music and not the country and shit, not that there's anything wrong with country. I'm not a big country person, um, even though there's some country alike, but like with rock and metal and things of that nature. So we'd have some things in common when it comes to like music and whatnot, but there was definitely a misunderstanding when it came to like race relations. And I'm not that type of person. I'm a very open person. Okay. When it comes to, you know, but the, where did the
1: life? friction begin?
2: One would be the police. Um, mm. the argument they would be comfortable around certain things where I'm like, oh, I'm not fucking comfortable around that. Or we'd go out drinking and like, let's say they get too drunk, I'm like, bitch, no, I'm black, you need to calm down. Like, I'm gonna get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chill the fuck out. Like, don't be doing this shit. Um, that type of fucking
1: situation. I got blow in my pocket. Chill the right, fuck out. <laughs> exactly.
2: Bro. I got fucking blow in my pocket. Chill out, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah um that's it was such, it's funny that you said that because these are really ass real ass words that i fucking said um and then the police brutality was being talked about a lot at this time because like pre-election yeah so you know how they fucking start up the race baiting and all that shit yeah and they were just such a disconnect with that shit for real also they grew up privileged mm-hmm. and um they grew up really like, just I, some of the black, you know, the darker black women did as well. And I feel like that was also, they had some classes to them as well. Mm-hmm. But um, it was way different with the white women. And they, they just didn't understand like what I went through, what I was trying to go through. I was still going through a fucking rough time. And they were fucking, their problems matter more than anything else. Like, they had mental health issues. Like, bitch, I was homeless as a kid. Everyone had mental health issues. Like, I understand. Don't get me wrong. It's not, you're valid and all that shit. But, they would go through, you know, a 10th of the trauma that I went through in my fucking life and they just thought the whole world should revolve around them because of it, just entitlement. Like Uh again, sorry, white women, I'm not saying all y'all like this, specifically the white bitches I dated, but those hoes were the most entitled bitches I've ever dated in my life. They just thought the world revolved around them. It was fucking horrible. And then when I tried to leave them, I've never fucking left a white woman without there being something some fucking drama, some fucking shit of, you bet I'm gonna kill myself or you don't fucking do this. I'm gonna call the police. Yes, yes. And that's when I was like, you know what? No more white bitches for me.
1: The So the 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 white bitches mm-hmm. were threatening to call the police on you?
2: Yes, yes. For what? And mainly one, one kind of implied it, okay. but mainly one, and I swear one day, I just know she's gonna come across one of these fucking videos, (laughs) but, um, she just fucking, I guess she had BPD or something. I don't fucking know. What the hell is BPD? Um, borderline personality disorder.
1: Okay. Okay. Yes.
2: And it, and and it's all good. Again, people have mental health issues, but it's not an excuse to fucking, you know, wield fucking your white privilege over fucking people. And that's one place. And people overuse white privilege, but the one place that it really does exist, is with the police, okay? Yes. So, um, I was breaking up with this chick and we weren't even together like that. Like we were, it was a situationship, it was intense, but I was like, you know what? This is not healthy for anybody. Again, very drug centric years here, guys. <laughs> right. But, um, and I was just like, I can't fuck with you anymore and I'm going to fold your clothes up and I'm going to leave it at my door or I'll have my homeboy bring it to your work. Yeah. So let me in your apartment. I'm like, no, I'm going to bring you your clothes and whatever. So she's arguing. I'm like, look, I'm not going to do anything to your clothes. It's not a big deal. Wait, she
1: wants she wanted to do what when you said you were folding up on clothes?
2: She said, no, I'm coming to your apartment.
1: Oh, she said she's going to come to your apartment. Yeah. Okay. And I'm
2: like, no, you're not coming to my apartment. I'm just going to give you your clothes and then you're going to leave. Yeah. You know? She's like, no, I'll get my stuff. Don't touch my stuff. I'm like, your stuff is going to be at my door. Bye. And she's like, if you fucking if you touch my stuff or whatever, or don't let me in your apartment when I get there, I'm going to call the police on you. And I'm like, okay, and tell them what? And this bitch said some of the most gangster white supremacist shit. She was just like, like, I don't know yet, but how do you think this is going to go down? And I'm like, whoa. So I'm like to my homeboy, get the pistol, get the coat, allegedly, I didn't have any of these things. Get the <laughs> pistol, get the coat, get this shit out of the house, shit, take that shit, just in case this bitch actually goes through with it. Crazy as fuck. Never forget. And that was it for me, man. That was it because you know, <laughs> you know, once you have an experience like that, when you go back to black women, they don't care. They have no empathy for you. Well, yeah. that's what you get for fucking with white women. Right. That's what they That's what say. you get. What did you think? <laughs> uh, nah, nah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that was it for me. And it re- I, tra- I was traumatized. And I know, I know, like, I really am not the person to judge. Like, everyone for what happened in my past Ew. but nah man that's a scary fucking thing that fucking happened that also taught me a lot of a lesson about like with men and like what men go through Yeah. and like again i'm so i'm the person i will talk about rape culture all day it's horrible it's very prevalent yeah but believe all women nah nigga i've been lied on my damn self you know yeah. what i'm saying to act like people won't fucking weaponize that shit, they will and like you gotta watch out for that, I mean, these bitches gotta be called out because hell no, nah, that shit happened to me, and I can't imagine.
1: Yeah, I learned my lesson messing with white women one time, man. Um, I was messing with this girl, and then um, she wasn't around that day. Her friends came over because my homies like, yo, call up some bitches, you know? So Russ bitches over, and um, her friend hit on me, and mm-hmm. like in my, um, we had a movie theater at my house, so he um, closed the door. We was messing around, and then her friend's friend my the girl i was dating she opened the door and it saw us so the girl screamed like ah get off me and pushed me away like i was the aggressor i was like oh shit i was just involved (laughs) same thing like you right yeah i've had that happen actually quite a few times because i grew up in the suburbs Mm -hmm. i've had that so i'm like ah So, and and isn't that scary? Because, like, when you mention like, the term white privilege, like, the conservatives, Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, get out of here. There's no such thing. And And it's like, you have instances like that happen, which are very real. Yeah. And then you have the Black liberal
2: Mm -hmm.
1: who makes who minimizes your own your real experience with their bullshit experiences
2: exactly exactly they overuse the shit to where like just because white people can have a problem white people fucking has oppression that comes from the government like i'm not saying that everything that you know a white person accomplishes because they're white but there's definitely fucking privilege there and it's just getting saturated with all the bullshit.
1: yeah and and you said so this white woman that did the whole call to cop thing was she a conservative Yes. See, they know. <laughs> they know they power. They like to deny that shit.
2: Yeah, no, because that's the thing about it. When we would have arguments about racial inequality and that it, that it exists with the police. Yeah. But then she literally, this bitch, used the racial privilege that she has, but denied it the whole time. Yes, we were fucking with each other. Yeah. Like bitch, how you mean how you think it's gonna go down? According to you, fairly, <laughs> fairly, bitch, with justice.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> you better hope it's two black cops, they both cool. With them, right. You know I mean? Cuz
2: damn, you I'm gonna have to call up the other cop I'm dating, like, hey nigga, look,
1: saw
2: <laughs> some... that white bitch I told you about. <laughs> she done got me fucked
1: up. <laughs> oh man so at that moment you were like yo i'm done with the white one
2: yeah and i I mean don't give i'm kind of i'm open to it like again at this point with i will say this the whole code the um, Uh, the whole bug thing
1: Uh uh-huh
2: the new pandemic it opened up my dating pool to you know whoever's not a sheep at this point
1: you know Uh, yeah it's making it easier to see who's a sheep and who's not
2: it really is, that is the great thing about this. Like, it really did get me off a lot of my bullshit. Let me understand what's important, what I value, the type of people I value, and how valuable connection is with those type of people because, man, we are drowning in just propagandized zombies right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so, I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on you being a lesbian. This is the best shit ever. Um, I I'd love to talk about it no problem so now you're in a, in, in in between a, a rock and a hard place because you can't date white women because they gonna you know be a hypocrite then you then you can't take black liberals because they're gonna be some hypocrites then yeah. you can't date the black nationalists because they are judging you for even having white friends right that's the problem with hotep nation right so like hotep nation was supposed to be like black nationalists right mm-hmm. But the black nationalists are like, hey, you got white folks wearing Hotep Nation gear. And it's like, goddamn, mm-hmm. nigga. <laughs> like, can I have a white friend or two? <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm like. I gotta hate all white people. <laughs> they, they not all bad.
2: Right? Like, every last one, I'm like, damn, that seems a little overcorrectioning, don't you think? Like,
1: shit. So I came up with this term you have radical black nationalists and then you have rational black nationalists. So a radical black nationalist is gonna be like, I don't fuck with white people, they stay over there, I'm gonna stay over here, I don't want no white friends, we do for show. Mm -hmm. And then rational is like, white people can stay over there if they want, and they can come over here if they want. Mm -hmm. And I'm still love my black people, but Mm -hmm. we can all coexist and be happy. You know, I don't Mm -hmm. have to hate you. So that's like a rational black nationalist. Like I still care Mm -hmm. about my people, But I'm not on some racist shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: and that's exactly where I am. I fucking, I love my fucking people, but damn, like, I I just can't hate all white people. I just, a little, there's plenty, there's all the white people that hate, that's justified. Why gotta hate the cool ones? Like, that's just a little Mm. much for me. There's so much, I can put all my white hate on the ones that deserve it. I don't Mm. have to find innocent white people that hate for no reason.
1: Indeed, indeed. Um, on the lesbian situation no problem how much time do i got with you you got to go or oh, anything
2: i still got good like 20 more minutes
1: awesome good um, i'm gonna use up all that in 20 minutes um picking up girls online mm-hmm. you're you've entered the upper echelon mm-hmm. of social media celebrity <laughs> Are they are they hitting on you? Are they dropping the the nudes in your in your DMs and or, you know, hasn't it become easier to acquire women online?
2: Damn man,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: why you gonna do me like
1: this? No, right? don't rattle yourself. Don't rattle yourself.
2: Oh shit, I would say, um, yeah, I mean, obviously it fucking has. Um, I would say I'm still seen as the masculine person, so you know, I get more signs, but here's the problem. Okay. And to the women who send me signs online, we live in a culture where straight women will go to other straight women's um, comments of their selfies. and am like, oh my God, sit on my face, girl, you look so good. Like bitches say sexual things to women platonically these days all yeah. the time. So I never know if they're like dropping hints or they're just being nice. And I'm not trying to be like, oh. hey, you're saying all this, my you know, whatever, you know, try to shoot my shot with straight women because that gets old. Uh, but I mean, you never know because that's literally how women talk to other women now. So I mean, so uh, it is, it does have more opportunity, but I'm always careful because I don't want to offend nobody. Right. And also these bitches be hiding boyfriends and shit. I'm for all, all these they'll I don't know why these bitches never post their boyfriends, but I swear. <laughs> Like, I'm just like, they don't ever post, you don't know they have, they don't tweet about them. Like, Are they, they straight
1: not, or or they pretend to be, or they purport themselves to be straight online, you're saying?
2: I mean, you never know because fucking girls will be like, oh my God, women, heart face, heart face, and right. be laid up in the bed with it. Bitches fucking gay flag these days. I have no idea who's actually gay anymore. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea. But also straight women, I mean, almost every girl I ever slept with said they were straight, so... I don't really also pay attention to that to it too much, but I also want someone who's enthusiastic about women. Now that I'm like dating more than just hooking up, so it, it, there's still obstacles, but it, I'm not going to lie and say it's not easier.
1: That's 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 interesting. So because women are so open to flirting with each other, platonically, like an, I see it, you know, like oh girl, yeah, you know, I mean, I hate that. Yeah, I see it. And it's funny, like, especially in the black community, I see it a lot. You know, the way girls compliment each other is they hate on each other as if they were lesbian, right? Exactly. And I see so, how they, that could become confusing for somebody that's like, wait, hold up. Y'all yeah, trying you to feel sh-
2: for real. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really trying to see what's up with that pussy. So <laughs> are you trying to like, what is, is this platonic? Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. Yeah, so I have no fucking idea, but it's, it's kind of a funny situation,
1: but. That would be really frustrating for me
2: it is it fucking is and shit you know how these bitches do too i'm not trying to slide in some bitch's dm and then she get mad over some shit and right hashtag sky daddy you weren't saying this when you were sliding in my DMs. dms i'm like damn,
1: damn. <laughs> you got me. i
2: knew you was the wrong bitch i knew it
1: <laughs> so what happens with the boyfriends like how do you find out about the boyfriends or the boyfriends find out about you
2: oh man back in the day I was, fuck- oh man, <laughs> I, I definitely used to fuck with way more girls who had boyfriends than didn't. Mm. Um, I don't know, man, I have trust issues because I, so many women that I fuck with did not, I was a side nigga, so, which I think, this is the best case scenario, guys. Like, if for real, like, is it that bad? If I have sex with your girlfriend, are you that mad? Don't mm. be a hater. I feel like, I feel like if we're friends, are you like my content? You should offer up your girlfriends to me personally. Just saying, just saying.
1: <laughs> All right. It's not
2: being cucked when it's another hot girl. Wait, All right. wait.
1: Remember you were that. you were doing a strap on to other guys' girls? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I'd Better be furious. Dude. I'd be furious. What? For real? Well, what definitely what? better you than another dude. Yes. Exactly.
2: Yes. It's like, some, think about some big ass six foot four dude donkey fucking your girl. Like, that's hurtful. I would be hurt by that. I understand you being hurt by that. But I mean, just another girl. Y'all got to stop being selfish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Ah, right, we're going around home. I'm done picking your brain about sexuality. I had a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. No,
2: it's fun, It was. A funny one.
1: Um, I want to talk about anime and then we're gonna talk about God before we get out of here. Awesome. Um, just so the people stick around, we're gonna talk about God last mm-hmm. and, and your religious beliefs and all of that. Anime. Mm-hmm. What do you like?
2: Oh man, I used to watch so many different esoteric animes. Um now, um, but now I would say my favorite is just a very well-known. Full Metal Alchemist, mm, okay, amazing. Yeah. brotherhood as well. I I don't know which one I like more, FMA or FMA Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. a good one. I think that's kind of um, um, more newer. I don't know when it came out. Fucking, what's it called? Um, I know someone in the chat knows. When these little kids they're in prison, Netherland. Wow forget what it's called kids oh, in my prison.
1: oh wow really
2: yes little kids in prison they're actually little I don't want to give away the fucking
1: plot and all um, that um
2: a dream to Neverland or something like that or something to Neverland I'm sorry okay. guys. I'm the fucking shit yeah um
1: what about uh My Hero Academia
2: I watched the first season that's probably
1: like too kiddie for you. you want to see like heads I mean I'm
2: I mean not I mean my hero academia was it was really good for a season. I watched a lot of fucking you know childish ass animes and shit like Naruto okay. was still fucking a fucking amazing anime to me. Okay. Um not the best, but I still fuck with Naruto. Was never a Dragon Ball Z big person. Everyone likes loves Dragon Ball Z. And I know every anime fucking drags shit out and fucking has filler episodes, but damn, yeah. man, that man was on that fucking bridge forever. Goku, <laughs> so cool, man. I can't believe it. I was trying to fucking rewatch that shit. Also another one I try to rewatch. How does anyone watch all of One Piece? How do y'all have the time?
1: My kids love One Piece.
2: That shit has so much. How does anyone have time to watch all well, that is it shit? it a lot
1: of filler episodes or?
2: Hell yeah. A lot of fucking episodes and filler episodes. Oh my god. Even if you fucking try to go to websites and take off the filler episodes, it's a lot of fucking filler episodes. <laughs> of course Attack on Titans was great. No okay. one ruined it. I fucking there's so many spoilers the last seasons. Fuck that shit up for me already because I never watched the last season.
1: Mm.
2: Um Neon Evangelican um Hanna X Hanna? Hmm? Hunter X Hunter. Hunter X Hunter i watched the first season not into never, it never came back to it everyone keeps saying it's really good mm-hmm. i'm like well, maybe i didn't go far enough into it yeah. or whatever
1: it's not Fuck bad it. i couldn't yeah,
2: yeah it, was, it was it was pretty good um oh my god the gift of the mad guy uh
1: okay that, i've heard people talk about that one
2: seven deadly sins uh mm. even though there's some problematic shit in that
1: there's some um, problematic shit in a lot of him and yeah.
2: <laughs> Oh my god, have you seen High School of the Dead?
1: No, I heard about oh my that god. one
2: now. I rewatched High School of the Dead. I used to love that anime. And now I went back to it and it was just so unnecessarily fucking sexual. It was hilarious. Mm. So I'm like, damn. Did I not notice this when I first watched it? Um, Food Wars is so weird, but I love that stupid ass animal anime. Food wars is hilarious to me.
1: Okay. Food wars? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so i, yeah, I never play. heard of that one. Um, it's it's very fucking weird. It's about cooking, and I'm a huge foodie. But these people overreact to the taste, the, the food, the taste of the food. Like they're busting a nut. It's so fucking extra, but it's hilarious. <laughs> but I really actually love food, so any cooking anime, I'll fucking sit through. To be honest,
1: I love Dragon Ball Z. I, How maybe- do y'all
2: sit through that man on the fucking? <laughs> on the fucking bridge forever <laughs> and then he falls off
1: which one nah. are you talking about
2: it's fucking we mean which one it was like a whole damn season where goku's on the rainbow bridge or whatever the fuck oh. it's called
1: oh, oh oh yeah 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 um um it was on the plant on that planet yeah i think that's when he died
2: i was fucking re trying to rewatch it a while ago it's a few years and i got to that part and i was like i'm done
1: yeah um i i uh I actually enjoy um, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. I, did you see Super Dragon Ball Super? Nah, you probably. Uh,
2: nah, A yeah. Promise Neverland. That's what it's called with the kids. A Promise, a promise Neverland. Neverland. That shit is good, especially if you like dark animes. That shit is good.
1: Chat said Erased, Assassination Classroom, Hsotd, Berserk. So
2: bathroom, yeah. Yeah. I liked One Punch Man. I never went back to it. I have a bad habit. Of starting animes because everyone said they were good, uh-huh. and even if I like them, I forgot. I'll I'll never go back to them.
1: That's just KF50 super chat. He said, "Good lord, this is entertaining as fuck." Hotep and Bill, she rapping, rapping. Steph Colonel, don't be mad at us. We got the enemy identified. <laughs> Nerd Nash 499. He said, "Salute." She official. Official. Tell her follow me. Mm-hmm. All right, no doubt. Yeah, follow Nerd Nash. He he he's a special person. Um. <laughs> long time, uh, vet of the Twitter, uh, influencer space, uh, nerd Nash, uh, I'm sure yeah. you'll see him following you shortly. Uh, um, big Elvis, Gosh. the chef Rosenberg, $10 Super Jack said the F boom S from this young woman has me feeling old and aggy." <laughs> Let's talk about your religious beliefs before I let you go. we got about seven minutes of your time left here. Uh, you call yourself sky daddy. When I first mm-hmm. saw that, um, I was like, Oh, is she claiming that she's God? <laughs> is that what's happening there, or, or or am I interpreting that wrong?
2: Um, I guess we can all say that um we're all God. God, mm. my God is all of us. Um, but the name was just I thought it was funny. I was like Sky, and I'm like, hey Sky, Dad, Sky Daddy, and I just fucking thought it was hilarious. It was very comedic. Uh.
1: I, does it does it lean into your masculine side it yeah. does
2: it definitely does <laughs> yeah
1: because that's what they call you that's what the ladies call you in the bedroom daddy <laughs> Some have. <laughs> okay so do you do you you believe in a god or how if you were to teach your spiritual philosophy mm-hmm. to let's say a 10 year old you know mm-hmm. my son they're 11. How Mm -hmm. would you teach it to them? How would you explain it to them? How does Um, all this shit work?
2: You know what? I'm so into spirituality, but the reason that I don't really go into it is because I'm not good at simplifying um, (laughs) my spiritual beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, To a 10-year-old, I would say that...
1: Take your time. Take your time. I I really want to understand because people that are like you and and take these because some people say you know they'll just spit something out to you i'm you know they're protestant christian they're just going to repeat their talking points Mm -hmm. i think it's interesting when people don't have them rehearsed because you're actually thinking about them Mm -hmm. more than somebody who's caught in one of the traditional religions Mm -hmm. you know and that's why i really want you to take your time and explain to us how you view all of this stuff what's your spiritual philosophy
2: and i'm sure it's
1: still evolving
2: yeah, of course. I, I, ho- I would hope that anyone who is spiritual or even atheist is always involving in their philosophies if you're atheist or you know, spiritual, whatever. But um, I would say that we're all expression of God, that we're all a different energy of God, all a frequency of God. Hmm.
1: The pentagram, explain that to me. Why do you wear the pentagram? Some people say, oh my God, you know, witchcraft. <laughs>
2: A p- pentagram is just spirit over matter It's uh five points points of creation
1: okay So there's, but,
0: but what
2: obviously some people would you know use it for um the most thing the people are afraid of is the upside down pentagram that's for the satanists that i think people yeah
1: oh is that what it is okay so you flip it oh, no, upside not, down
2: no it's not upside down it's upside right
1: so if you flip it upside down that's supposed to be the satanist type symbol yes
2: yeah matter over spirit
1: uh uh do you think that the people that created the pentagon understand what you understand about that you know I to think, figure
2: i think they understand way more than i do way more i uh, think they'd laugh at the little bit that i understood <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's very interesting mm-hmm. um so it's still evolving? You 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 are still because you said you're spiritual, right? So yeah. do you study this stuff? Do you practice it? Are you running around with tarot cards in your pocket, candles? Are you doing any witchcraft? Are you playing with bird bones? What what's happening?
2: <laughs> I'm definitely um, you know, studying different uh theologies, you know, where it's Kabbalah or whatever. Um uh, I would have I definitely have spiritual practices, you know.
1: You're doing some things, okay.
2: i, I spiritual practices. They could be meditation. They could be yoga, you know. Okay. But uh, I definitely think we all should have some spiritual practice and things that we do, and you know, little rituals that we do every now and then, you know, just to bring us closer with our alignment with whatever energy that we feel is, you know
1: for us do you do any manifestation rituals
2: we all do manifestation rituals Hmm. we may not be aware of it but everyone does manifestation rituals
1: are you alluding to something like the law of attraction
2: yeah i would say that the law of attraction for sure
1: what have you read in that space um or consumed or listened to or watched
2: you attract the frequency. Well, I see a lot of stuff, but it, to me it's pseudo-spiritual. I think a lot of people go away from spirituality because it is kind of sold um as just very pseudo feel-good surface you know, level. Surface level shit. Um, but for me it's you get what you create or you get the frequency that you put off. And your frequency is gonna be from the body in your mind, in your, your, your emotions as well. It's not just about how you think throughout your days, how you feel along with it. Mm. Um, it's all about training your subconscious mind to act in unison together. Um, so to me, the law of attraction is just about what you create in your life is going to send a signal, a frequency out, and you're gonna get that back.
1: How you feel is what you're going to attract.
2: Yes. Feeling and thought as well, yes.
1: Feeling and combined with thought. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a wonderful interview with Skye. Skye, I got to tell you, uh, you exceeded my expectations. Thank you. You know, because you can't really see too much just from somebody's tweets, just Mm -hmm. from, you know, the one minute videos. And, um, you know, you, I just knew you were interesting. I didn't know enough about you, but I'm like, this, she's not normal, you know. She's weird like me. Um, and uh I knew we'd have a great conversation, but it's just like, wow, okay, like oh, this so, is great. Yeah, I'm glad you had, you had fun. I
2: had a great fucking time.
1: Awesome. I love it. Um, I think the audience had a great time. Um Thank you. tell the people where they can find you.
2: Um, Twitter at SkyDaddy, S-K-Y-E underscore daddy d-a-d-d-y. IG is Skyzaddy, S-K-Y-Y-E-Z-A-D-D-Y and my um, alternative Twitter for my podcast is also at Skyzaddy.
1: Oh, you got a podcast?
2: Oh, oh, yeah. And I also have a podcast. I just remembered as well when I said that. Um,
1: <laughs> What's the podcast?
2: It's called Cuck the World and it's on YouTube. It oh. doesn't show up because you know some of the shit I talk about, right. so you have to go to my link tree on uh, Skydaddy or Skyzaddy.
1: Okay no you got a podcast dope awesome so yeah uh, that's on youtube yes right so um send that dm to me so i can include that link in the description box i already have your twitter there so awesome. i'll i'll add your uh what's the name there so you can get your um your griff tokens uh for that as well um i think you have a wonderful and bright future a very successful future keep thank doing you. what you're doing you got my support thank you for coming through
2: Awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Bless. We're going to run a commercial. I'll see y'all at Hotep Nation Weekend.
0: August 26th through the 28th. Las Vegas, Nevada. Hotep Nation Weekend. The world will never be the same. Get your tickets and be a part of the first ever Hotep Nation Weekend. Hotep Nation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to spread the philosophy of hard work and self-care, will be hosting a weekend in Vegas with live podcasts panels, ooh party, and much more. Exclusive meet and greets with major figures in the Hotep community, including Hotep Jesus, Uncle Hotep, President Doe and other special guests. Network and build bridges in the Hotep community. Enjoy Vegas with a cool group of people. All of this can be found at the Hotep Nation convention. So who is this for? Are you looking to build up your community? This is for you. Are you looking to expand business opportunities? This is for you. Are you looking for an opulent time with nation builders? This is for you. HOTEP Nation's first annual convention in Las Vegas this August 26th through the 28th. All information can be found in the description below. You won't want to miss this. August 26th through the 28th, Las Vegas, Nevada. Hotel Nation weekend, the world would never be.